Blog Talk Radio. Hi, guys. This is Tracy Brown calling today. Green up. Coming in. I'm not the one that's calling. Coming in today. Um, uh, uh, September 10th, 2000 and, uh 2016. Oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm stuttering today. <laughs> I'm stuttering so bad today. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, I'm going to just talk for a little bit and then I'll do some reading. But this morning I got a private DM from someone that showed me uh, Sierra's old boyfriend. <sighs> Some, I don't know, album he has out there or internet crap he has out there. And, you know, he's calling people bitches. You're a bitch. And then he said something, I could, I could buy it. I can buy a bitch to do something. I don't know. It's just kind of disturbing. And so I got her permission to um, repost it. And so when I reposted it, I put, let me just read it real quick. And then the post just blew up. I mean, that was never my intention, but let me just figure out what went wrong here or what went right. So, I posted the, I think it's called How To or something like that. I don't know. Um, But I posted Time to Stop Supporting Negroes That Call Women Bitches. I put Manchild Future is a horrible person that Ciara was smart to get away from and later married a responsible man. And then I put Somebody has to say it. Might as well be me. No more of your time and money. Take your financial power back. Um, And people got it. People got it. People got what I was trying to say. But person kind of didn't get it. (laughs) And that created so much drama under this uh, post. And the post then became redirected about this one person who, from what I can tell, still is not getting the memo, guys. She's not getting the memo. Um, and so I want to invite you all to stop. <laughs> stop. The one thing I don't like is stupid people. And intelligence takes time takes a moment. I think she's gotten beaten up enough and she still can't hear you. think something did seep in, but sometimes you just have to stop and let the person be with their own recognizance and then hopefully allow them to figure it out. I think that lessons can't get learned in a post. I think she is incapable of hearing anything now because everyone went ham on her. Everyone. Um, And I did too initially because she was directing her comments to me. I've I've never had a post. By the way, if I'm going to have all these comments, could you people please like the post? Like it. But I've never posted anything that had this much comments. I posted videos that's gotten over a thousand views. I've never had this many comments. And it's to show you how things are changing for people that are deciding I'm better than this. I don't have to take crap from anyone. And moving away could be the best thing. Ciara was very, very blessed. But I want to remind everyone, Ciara just didn't become blessed 
Tiara had to figure out what was best for her. And then she was in a public eye doing it. And still she had to figure out what was best for her. Sometimes having a child makes us make that decision faster. And so I would think that having this child around the environment that Future was providing, that she could see that it was not okay and that she couldn't change Future and that she had to look at her male child and figure out, if I stay here, I'm just going to have a conflict with my own child at some point because the father is an example regardless. So sometimes you have to make a decision on behalf of your child. Um, And this is what I believe she may have done. And still remember she was in the public eye doing this. But when you have your come-to-Jesus moment and you're really, really done of all the hurt and it's time to walk away, have some faith that walking away is the best decision. Have some faith that God will provide for you a better man. But also understand what you're walking away from and do not invite the same characteristics that you walked away from. When she walked away, Russell walked in. And I remember the first public um, outing with Russell and Ciara. They actually didn't get along in the beginning. They were just present. I don't know if you guys remember that. They didn't get along. They were just present. And you could see there was a lack of coordination in terms of, is this my woman, is this my man, or are we just showing up as two very good-looking people? (laughs) But I remember one time he kind of stepped on her dress, and she was like, she she kind of looked at him like, what are you doing? Because the coordination wasn't there. The love wasn't there. The dance had not been there. And then Russell took the control, and he decided, Maybe I could invest in this woman, but I had an experience where a woman cheated on me. And so if I'm going to invest in this woman, I'm going to figure out how to do it without the sex. And so he took it off the table. And he said to her, this is not going to happen. You could stay or you could go. But sex? I'm not having that. But I'm going to try and get to know you was the game changer. Because a lot of us give sex for love. A lot of men give love for sex. A lot of women get love, give love, wait, give sex for love. You know, it's always vice versa. <laughs> but then these two people were forced to get to know each other without the complications that sex brings. And when all was said and done, Russell learned that this is the type of woman I want in my life. And Ciara learned all her beauty and all her sexuality is worth nothing if it's not valued. And so they dated and dated. It's really, really a Cinderella story. I love this couple. They dated and dated and dated, and while they dated, you could see them get closer. You could see his mannerism towards her, pull him, pull her close to her, and it was like, mm, this is turning into something bigger, bigger than them. Like, did they even see what I could see, what you could see? And when all was said and done, we all got it for them. These two were in love. And yet, sex was still not on the table. When all was said and done, those two got married. And what Tiara did by making a choice and moving away from a man that did not treat her respect, that had drugs around her and her child, that had nasty women um, uh, in her face, what she did by walking away, owning her pride, and allowing 
a date to turn into something so much bigger, she gave women across the world hope. Like, you have to give her more credit than Beyonce. And this is not a comparison, people, so I don't want to hear about the Beyonce. But Ciara deals with everything that we have been dealing with as well. And she showed us by example. She wasn't trying to show women. She was like, this wasn't good for me. But she showed us that walking away is okay, that waiting on God is okay, that finding a spiritual man is okay, okay to take sex off the table, that it's okay to figure out, like, what do you want from me? Are we compatible? Is this a capability? And then have it ended in marriage, and she became an example for all of us. Disney, write her story. Tell that story. All right, guys, I'm finished. <laughs> Two and five, you're on the line. Hi, two and five. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, yeah. Hi, how are you? Not bad. How are you? Good, good, good. My name is Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Thank you. I Hi. love when I get mail callers. I just recommend <laughs> to call me. <laughs> um, so, what's yeah. going on? Uh, I just have a question about career. Um, I've been stagnant for... A number of years, and I've tried to go in a new direction, and things didn't work out. And I'm thinking about going back. And I think about school, mm-hmm. and so I just need to find out, you know, what's the best direction to go forward to okay. get out of stagnation. What career do you have right now? Okay, um, in my past, I was in the entertainment field in the past, and then I. Um, Left that and tried to went into entrepreneur kind of things, kind of sales uh, online. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about going back to school um, for law. And um, it seems like it's just everything's like a standstill. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, no matter what direction I go, and I give it enough time to try to get it to go, but it's just things are not just moving. So I'm not getting any um, sign. Funny how you didn't answer the question. I said, "What's your career now?" <laughs> oh, see, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like I'm in between different, trying different things to see what you know moves forward. Okay. But, how um, old are you? I'm 45. Oh. Well, you know, the other day at my church. Um, mm-hmm. I was having a meeting, and I'm going to say the other day, I mean, it might have been in June, right? I was having a meeting, mm-hmm. and I get out of the meeting, and I see someone that I know. Okay. And this was to study the law, the bar, the, the, to, to take the test. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And he's like, this is where they're giving the course, blah, 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 blah. You know, before you take the course, because the course is, is like at a big convention, blah, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And so because I know him, I was like, oh, well, I'm not worried about you. You're going to pass. And I loved mm-hmm. him because he said, I have to study anyway. And I was like, oh, that's why I love you, because you're doing the right thing. Like, I get you as a person and your discipline. I get it. And I, I truly believe that's why you're going to pass. Mm-hmm. But as I was leaving, I was looking, and he's young, okay? And okay. as I was leaving, I was looking at all the other people that were coming to take the test. And I went into the parking lot, and I saw an African-American woman that was like my age. And I said, oh, you know, oh, are you taking the test? Are you studying for the test? And she said, yes. And I was like, well, good luck. Congratulations. And I sat in my car for a little bit to see who else was coming out. To my surprise, mm-hmm. most all of them had not been young. They were mature uh, right. folks. Right. right. They were mature folks. Right. So I want to invite that you are bouncing around way too much. Well, yes and no. See, well, I see what you're saying, but I've been trying to go in one direction for years, like steady, focused for years. 
and mm-hmm. and things didn't move. You know, I gave it, I think I gave it too much time in one direction, and so I'm like, okay, if if the things not moving this way in the universe, let me try this. And so then mm-hmm. I went back to to the entertainment business, and it, the money did get better, but my heart wasn't what really in of, it. What type of business did you say? Entertainment business. Entertainment business. Uh-huh. Entertainment, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And so, right, my heart wasn't in it. That's why I left it, but the money was better. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in order to start school, you need money and you need, you know. But I was very focused for years. Like uh-huh. trying to go in a new direction, so it wasn't like I was just, you know, direct, you know, without direction and without focus. I didn't say that. Okay. Okay. Oh no, I did not say that at all. I now you're making me forget what I said. I didn't say that. Oh, you that. said okay. Uh, you said um, I want to invite you to not jump around like that. Um, right. Right. And, yeah. And when I say that, I, I what I mean by that is. Mm-hmm. Um, even at age 45, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, it's still a jumping around to me because at some point the the career direction should have kicked in. And I was trying to say I believe the career direction is law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted I wanted to invite that now. Okay. Because I okay. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like you're avoiding law. And so you went here and you went there. And this is in your 45 years of your life. It's still jumping around. I know mm-hmm. people that have, like, maybe shift gears twice in their life at 45. Right. right. And I think right. there could be an avoidance of law. Now, I get that money is an issue. I, I got Exactly. You. Exactly. But I got <laughs> you. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily care. Mm-hmm. I have to say, figure it out. Because okay. you, I really feel like you're supposed to be in law. You're right. I believe that too. I'm just calling for confirmation. Okay. Yes. Thank you. What is your uh, what state are you coming from? Um, Pennsylvania, and okay. and New York. Well, Pennsylvania and New York. Well, that's in Pennsylvania right now. Okay. Okay. It's it's just that area. But um, okay. Just check into whatever it takes to get you into law school. Like I know okay. out here we have certain law schools that are designed cheaper, designed mm-hmm. cheaper, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't it, want you to – go ahead. No, you're right. I mean, the school I have – because I've been – I tried to start it like at least three times. That's what I'm saying. I've been trying – to go in that new direction, but money always, like, there's always a problem. Like, it's almost like a block. Figure it when out. I really, yeah, exactly. But see, you, you, no, you okay, you're confirming fight. it, right. Fight. Yeah. Yes, okay. Fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah, yeah. I because, believe yeah, that the, you're going to enjoy law. And at the very yes. least, don't worry about becoming a lawyer. Enjoy the process of law. Enjoy law school. Enjoy That's being right. in that environment. There you go. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that definitely helps because um, I got the same message that you got, but I'm like, every time I do it, it there's it seems like something's, you know, it can, so, you know, you, you, I question myself, am I going in the right direction? Because every time I try to do law, it's like when I get there and I application, I'm accepted and, and I get most of the money, but then something comes and bam. And so you're no. right. I just got to get through that. I, I got to get through. I would be a counselor begging them. Listen, let me tell you, like I'm a spiritual person, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have to figure out, like, where the devil is at. And I never call on the devil people. So, right. you know, try to understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. Sometimes we have to figure out, did the devil walk in the door? Exactly. Because yes. what, but, but what if mm-hmm. you're that lawyer that takes on a client five years from now, six years from now, you take on a client that changes the scope of everything that we knew to be normal. What if you're that guy? Mm-hmm. But the energies and the forces do not want you to be successful to meet that guy, to meet that Wow. Person. You're absolutely right. I got that premonition too. You're absolutely and, right. Yes. And you're giving in. You're giving in, believing that these blockages and these chains on these doors are for you. This means I can't do this. 
I'm the type of person, and I, I, I just want you to understand the difference. When I want something, this is what I want. I don't even hear anybody say no. I don't even have that in my head. I used to do tap dancing as a kid mm-hmm. at, at uh, Ruth Williams Dance Studio, still standing to this day. Mm-hmm. And the one thing she kept impressing upon us, I can't is not an option. Right, right, right. Figure it out. Take your time. You're right. Learn but see, take baby steps. Right. But see, I'm like you too. I've been fighting for years, and but the confusion, like you just said, where's the devil? The confusion was always. That's why I'm calling. It always threw me off. I'm like, okay, I feel like, like you said, I have the passion for it. I know I'll do it, mm-hmm. and I, I, I fought. Okay, I, I'm a fighter like you. I'm a fighter. And then everything didn't come through. And that's why I got confused just a little bit. Let me, let me go back to my old career. Let me try this and try that. And that's where the confusion came, but that's where, stand, that's where you get stagnant because you're confused. Yeah. You're not clear. You know? And so yeah. that's why I'm calling to, for you to confirm what you just said and to fight yes. through it. So, yes. Yes. It's it like, is the devil. Like, it is the devil. I don't believe in the devil, the, the Christian devil, but I do believe there are forces and people that want to sometimes confuse you, you know, and take yes. you off your course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I appreciate it. I and, appreciate your help. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I read this book called Embrace by the Light. It is absolutely my favorite book. Um, and so I recommend it to everybody. Um, what is it again? But uh, Embrace by the Light. Okay. I heard of it, yes. And one of the things that the book stipulates is that People have a contract with us. People mm-hmm. have a contract to be mean to us so that we don't stay to a particular job. People, husbands have a contract with us. Boyfriends have a contract with us. We've met them already. Mm-hmm. Some people are being consistent with their contract. Mm-hmm. And you're having a hard time seeing where your purpose because you, you're thinking that their contract with you is based upon their impression, nope, these doors are blocked. Nope, you're having money problems. But mm-hmm. they, some people have a contract to block you. Like yes, but I know who that person off. is. Yes. But, but it may not even be people that you know necessarily intimately. You know, when, but I'm talking about the, the lifespan of trying to get into law. When somebody I understand up, that. Yeah. I, but, what I'm explaining something to you, I'm actually explaining it to everyone as well, because I want people okay. other than you to get it, because it's an audience okay. out there. Okay. Thank you. And so when they keep their contract, good or bad, like, it just means you just can't do it this way. Keep moving. Keep moving. When you go mm-hmm. to a job, somebody says, you know, you, like some people go to say, oh, my God, these people just hate me. That's their contract with you, because you're not mm-hmm. supposed to stay here. You've got to keep it moving. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. So, so I said devil because I wanted to rise up people's energy. But sometimes it's a contract. Mm-hmm. But it's not a contract for you to forget your past. Okay. Like sometimes the contract is there. And you have to understand where God is always. Sometimes God is like block him. And let's see mm-hmm. what he does. Let's see what he has inside of him. But you block True. him. And True. then you get blocked and you're like, oh, my God, this must mean I should stay stuck here. This means I should go back to entertainment. And then God is like, that's his will. We're not going to stop him from going back into entertainment. He'll circle back around because there's a contract with the people that's going to bring you back to law. Okay. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was excellent. That's what I need to hear. Thank you. Yes. So, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Let me know how it goes, because I still see some blockage here, by the way. See? <laughs> I guess I'm going to say, I didn't want to mention, but there's a particular, I've been fighting. Yes, exactly. If you want to if you want to tell me, I already know. And I've been working on that. Mm-hmm. It, it's, and it's, when it's, you talk about contracts. Yes. Undercover this blockage. They're yes, pretending to be your friend. They really yes. aren't. I had a dream. I yes. Know. You I know, know, right? Well, God bless yes. you for knowing and for your gift yes. because you are on point. You know Thank what you're talking you. about. 
Yes. Thank you. So we don't have to but go into it, but yes, yes. Fight mm-hmm. the blockage anyway. When I say fight, I don't mean argue. I don't mean scream. I'm not a fan yes. of that kind of, you know, because yes. it, 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 screaming and yelling takes you away mm-hmm. from your soul's purpose. Yes. You know, but, yes. but decide no, never, and money, no, never, money, you can't. Decide yeah. that those are not your options. I'm not. I'm right. not going to allow anyone to stop me from doing what it takes. So yes. <laughs> go back and yes. invest and figure it out. I will, and you really have empowered me because um, you confirmed everything I knew, but the blockages thing, like you said, I know what to do now. I just know what I have to do, and sometimes you just got to jump, and that's what yeah. I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah. So I oh, appreciate bust it. That, bust that door down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. All right. You're Take welcome. care, Tracy. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love that. That turned out really good. Um, seven eight zero. Oh dear. Seven eight zero. You are on the line. Hello. Hey Tracy, how's it going? Oh, I can't believe I got two men in a row. Yes. Is that good or bad? Oh, I love it. I love when the men show up. Yes. <laughs> two you get men tired of in women showing up or what? You get tired of women no, showing no, up? No, 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 no. Don't don't add words. I do not get tired of my women. My women are my girls. But my <laughs> men don't come on long uh, enough. So I want the men. Like I'm, I'm, I, I can take care of both sides, and I want to take care of the men too. <laughs> great. What's your name? It's uh, Jay calling from Canada. Hi, Jay. I never recognized your telephone number. Yeah, it starts with the, uh, you know, that error code in France, so seven eight zero. You'll, you'll see it. Oh, there's a I Canadian flag never, on there. Too, I, think. I never recognize it. How are you doing? Because you talking about, I don't know if you heard the last uh, guy. But you have really turned your life around to, so that you're in a feel-good type of place and investing in the metaphysical world. How are you doing? Yes, well, it's been quite the journey, you know. You know I did, I, like, I haven't talked to you for a while, so, you know, I just, uh, you know, finished my yoga practice, which was seven months. And uh, mm-hmm. in August, I didn't do very much, and now I'm getting into doing different things, like really doing mm-hmm. different things. So I'm actually involved in improv right now, which is lots of fun. And oh, uh, my God. Out there. Improv. I think I'm funny, Jay. I think I'm very, very funny. And I want to take improv now. It's, yeah, you'll find a class around where you live. So there's definitely there's lots of stuff out there for you. I just don't want to spend the money. Of. I'm so cheap, Jay. I'm cheap. I don't want to spend the money. <laughs> well, you know, it's well worth it, actually, because it really just helps you really grow real Real like it just it's amazing it's a lot it'll be a lot of fun so first class was like getting used to it now I'm now I'm, I'm I'm gonna get into it for sure. Okay, you know what? I have a car now, so I can start spreading my wings more now. So okay. I I might best. Thank you. Okay, I love you. You're Thank welcome. you. You helped me today. How can I help you? I'm excited. We hey. do improv. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. Of fun. Spreading my wings and things like that, but you know, inside I feel a bit lonely still. And I know, just I was thinking about you know that uh, I was actually spiritually bullied at a meetup group, you know, about a couple of weeks ago, and just like threw me off track a little bit. So uh, just to get back into it, just uh, it's a little bit, a little bit slow process in a way. So I just wondered. My question is, is that um, do I? Hmm, you know, sometimes I just, I just put myself out there as who I am and just like, you know, doing the protection thing and bubble light and things like that because I find that's a little bit more, I don't know, protective. Are we talking about dating? Did I get confused here? Are you talking about dating? Well, that too, but uh, just getting with friends and things like that because I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of, you know, blog talk friends and stuff like that, but I don't have friends so that, you know, we can just go out and hang out, so... And so this meetup group, what are you guys meeting up for? Well, it was actually a meetup group about a couple of weeks ago, and, and I would just uh, just be myself, and I just got really uh, spiritually bullied by a person. So 
and uh, and it was a guy actually, and uh, just uh, had to bring it to attention to the to the person who uh, who operates the group. So so the person got kicked out, but uh, the meetup was group. really yeah, How the meetup group. Out the meetup group. Well, that was pretty easy. You can't do that anymore. We'll see you later. So, and uh, yeah, and uh, it was really, really. Uh, what type of meetup group was it, though? I'm still confused. Everybody's confused. It was actually. It was actually. Yeah, it was actually a spiritual meetup group. Spiritual meetup group. Oh. Yeah. And then somebody got kicked out because they weren't spiritual enough, or they were vulgar. No, what happened is I gave this person a hug, and he really not, he took his hand or, or finger and knocked me on my third eye, and it kind of like threw me off spirit, like uh-huh. my energy out out a little bit. So I was really really fierce about that. But uh, hey, what type of hug did you give this dude? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm just curious. I know I just gave the guy gave a guy. A, I don't know. I just like really threw me off. I just gave that person a hug. That's it. I didn't do anything. So can I offer up that maybe for future, because metaphysical people can be touchy-feely. Yeah. Like, that's who we are, and I get it for you. I'm a very touchy-feely type of person. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have, personally, I've learned to say, I'm a hugger, can I hug you? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um. So I want to offer that phrase up for you as well because everyone that's in the same space may not be spiritually sound. Yeah. But to put you in your third eye, son of a... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That must have really Anyhow. hurt. Anyhow. But, yeah, it kind of took me about a week or so to get off. So back into you know, getting back out there again and getting, you know, for just being myself and friends and things like that, just doing different spiritual stuff. Don't kill me for this question. Are you straight or gay? Straight. Are you open? Yeah, for my spiritual stuff, yeah, but for other stuff, I'm not. Especially at work, I'm not not that. Okay, you totally confused me. Straight, gay, or are you open? Straight. Straight. Do I hear a butt? Well, when you're talking about open, I'm just trying to figure out what you what you mean by open. Are you open to experiments? Oh, right now, yeah, I am. Definitely open up to just doing something different. Which means you could have experiences with men? Well, what do you mean experience with men? I'm talking about sexual. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not open to experiences with men. No, no. So you are straight, straight, straight? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just asking because I'm just getting that maybe the guy may have gotten insulted by the hug, um, not knowing where you were coming from is what I'm trying to say. Oh, no. You know what? In that peripheral group, we, we, we do lots of hugs, whether it's guys or women. Yeah. <gasps> Totally. Again, metaphysical people are huggers. I'm just saying maybe the guy's impression was a little off with you. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, though, what what, what I did. But anyhow, it's just weird. Yeah. So are you asking about love, though? Because you're kind of vague on that, too. You're saying not really is what I think I'm hearing. I got well, the thing is, I gotta go get myself out there first. I mean, because uh-huh. you know, start that's so true. dating and that's very people, practical. and yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I, yeah, taking chances that's now. Very, that's very practical. I usually get women that ask about love, and they haven't left their house in ten years, and I'm like, hmm. Well, we gotta get out there. <laughs> yeah. But Jay, you are getting out there. So I just find it interesting that you are getting out there. You are getting out there, and you're kind of tempering your words and your steps in terms of looking for love. 
you sound very protective to me, and I'm not really sure. And you've done so much work on yourself that I'm not sure why all of a sudden you are. Jay, what's your sign? What's my what? Your sign. What's your horoscope? Oh, Aries. Aries. I'm just not sure why you're appearing so protective to me because you are doing the work. You are getting out there. Um, Jay, do you follow me anywhere else? Yeah, I was looking for you on Facebook and other stuff, so. Find me. Find me somewhere else. I want to have a private conversation with you. Find me someplace else, okay? And, uh, I think I found you on, where did I find you on? I think I found you on your, uh, I think you work for Keen, I think. Is that correct? No. No, no. You know what these people do? By the way, that's really important. The phone psychic hijacked my name. Oh. There's a way, yeah, there's a way where they hijack my name and you look for a psychic Tracy Brown and Keen might show up. I've never worked for them. Uh, and then you, you go to uh, click in, you don't see my face anywhere, do you? No, I found you on uh, Twitter, though. Okay, Twitter. Join me on Twitter so I can have a private conversation with you. Um, I think you are ready for love. I really, really do. I yes. think that, thank you. I think love is going to show up for you. Um, you are getting out there, and you are, even though it doesn't sound like it, but to me, looking at the cards, you are fighting for that path to be open, for that road to be open. Like, it's like it's just time, and you're not pulling back. You're not retreating back in your home, even though you got punched in your third eye. You're still not retreating. Um, you, it did stop you a little bit. You are kind of readjusting, yeah. you know, what you do from this point on. And I would say readjust because you just never know what people, people are crazy out there. But moving forward, um, there is going to be love for you. I think the woman sees you first. I think she watches you first. She's not the kind of girl that gets up in your face hoping to block all the other women so she gets up in your face first. I think she doesn't care. I think she's like, wow, really cute guy. I'm going to watch him. I'm going to see who he is. I'm going to see what he does. And she does watch it for quite some time, then uh, September, October, November, December. She watches you for about three months. Um, before she um, says anything to you. But somewhere along the line, something gets a little skewed and there's an argument with this same woman than romance. Like all of a sudden, you turn her off. And she's like, wow, that's why I didn't approach him. Now I know exactly who he is. And, by the way, she kicks right back. So you say something kind of stupid, and she nails you. And then there could be an interaction of you going back at her, she going back at you. But that is Cupid showing up. (laughs) It's like without this argument or this disagreement or this even disgust for each other, you would have never noticed each other otherwise. So it's kind of like this crap needs to happen, but it's actually really, really good in the end because it's this person that you wind up basically falling in love, basically capable of having children with, basically um, fulfilling. Like you give her so much that makes her happy and she gives you so much that makes you happy. And not even realizing that this is bliss. It's just when you wake up, you're like, oh, my God, this is what I've always wanted. And so with that being said, I can only say to you, keep doing what you're doing. So, you know, 
your free will could make the punch in your third eye make you retreat. That is not the purpose. You're wounded and caution is part of the key. There is something obnoxious about you, though. Seriously. I don't think you mean to be, but your spirit shows up a little askewed, and she picks up on it. And it's like, I'm not going to let him get away with that. And boom, she comes right back at you. But because there's a little bit of obnoxiousness in you, you kind of give it right back to her, and she nails you again. And But it makes you think about her. It makes her think about you. And it makes you all decide to hold the peace with one another, but it also makes you all decide to see a better side. And getting past, you know, this version of ugly makes for a wonderful relationship. And she is not too far away, but the I feel like the romance and the, the loving aspect for the both of you does not show up until after the new year. So you're not so far away. It's been a long, long time. But you've been working on yourself. A long time. (laughs) But sometimes it takes a long time. I'm telling you, some people that get into relationships and just ruin their children's lives, the, the people that they're with, oh, it's horrible. I'd rather someone that has taken a long time. That way, when you get there, you know you want to stay there. You know what you're looking for. So the long, long time, kind of your little obnoxiousness. Don't look at it that way. You're a metaphysical person now. Look at it because now, now is the time. <laughs> you know? It is. Thank you. It really is. All right, Jay, take this information. It's on record, so listen back to it again. There's something that's going to show up that's going to disrupt your spirit, this woman, and good luck with that because she's she's a little feisty. She's not going to let you get away with shit. <laughs> awesome. Well, what I do, thank <laughs> exactly. you much. And, uh, I have to talk to you privately, too. I just got to find you on Twitter and how to arrange something with you. So. Yeah, yeah, um, just find me on Twitter and DM me. Or Facebook, doesn't matter. Yeah, if I can find you on Facebook, too, I'll have to look for you on Facebook. If you look for me on Facebook, my profile is a little chocolate uh, three-year-old. It won't be my face. Just so everyone else has their face. Mine will be my little grandson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay, keep going. Okay. Take care. Be loved. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Uh, let's see. 916 has been on the line 32 minutes. Hi, 916. Hi. Thank you so much, Tracy. God bless you. God bless you. How are you? Oh, I've had the flu for a week, but I'm getting more pep in my step now, thank goodness. And Tracy, yes. um, I had a fabulous telephone interview with a recruiter for a call center job um, about a week ago. I had an in-person interview yesterday. And, Tracy, I've never in my life had an interview that lasted 90 minutes. Wow. um, This man, I, I just started smiling and acknowledging because he was really talking about himself a lot. And I just acted professional and said, oh, that's nice, And because I need this job. And then yeah. he said something that, um, that the tape is playing in my head. He said that this is a micromanaged position. And I'm a professional. I've got 18 years' experience. I think mm-hmm. that CSR should be held accountable. But, my God... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I think he's going to offer me the job, and I desperately need a team with Tracy, but I don't think I can accept it because how in God's name can I continue to look for work when I'm required there 40 hours a week? Um, mm-hmm. And 
I, I also thought, well, maybe they might have part-time, but I'm afraid it'll be a nightmare if I get in there because potential employers, they get access to everything nowadays. It's called the work number, and they can go online, mm-hmm. and they, they can tell everything. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I was thrilled at first, but now I'm facing reality. And um, I had an email conversation with a woman um, and she's very interested, and she wouldn't let it drop. She's going to call me tomorrow about another call center position with mm-hmm. TRICARE. And mm-hmm. far less money. Um, mm-hmm. And I almost got hired at another temp agency for that same company at sixteen fifty, but she's saying it's fourteen. So I'm going to be very – but that that girl left the company, so nothing happened. And now, okay. so I'm going to be honest with her when she calls me tomorrow and let her know about that. And I'm also going to apply directly to the company. And also mm-hmm. I reached out to another re- recruiter, very nice lady with an Asian, beautiful Asian name. And I think mm-hmm. I've got her interest because I sent her my email, my resume, et cetera. And I'm going to call her on Friday. So mm-hmm. I am still on the hunt. Um, and, okay. and also, I hate sales, Tracy, but there's a Verizon mm-hmm. position nearby call center mm-hmm. that I'm going to apply for. Do you pick up anything? Mm-hmm. Um, I pick up mass confusion by you. Yeah. I'm confused. You're confused. Um, I'm not confident that. I, I really have to ask if you really want to work one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, oh, I, um, I have to. There's no question. There's no option. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get myself yeah. in a nightmare situation. Because uh-huh. I have to think about but future employees checking in with any employer that I work for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you should worry about those things, to be honest with you. I think you're setting up some mental blockages uh, to not move forward. Um, I think that, um, oh, boy, you're not the one that has the house in another state, right? No, I've never owned a home. I wish I did. Oh, no, it's okay. just want to make sure. Um, what's your name, by the way? Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y, Sacramento, California. Oh, you're here in California. What was the problem yes. with the micromanagement? I don't understand that. You don't no, want to be micromanaged? Oh, Tracy, if you've ever worked in a call center, um, uh-huh. th- this man, uh, in, for every breath I take, that would be heard and monitored. And mm-hmm. um, I've got 18 years' experience, but mm-hmm. the system that he says he uses sounds like a nightmare mm-hmm. because it, it prints out kind of like a text message and it's triggered by certain words. And so it's like I'm being mm-hmm. honest every single day. I'll be on my mm-hmm. phone anyway. I'll always be professional. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be stressed going to work every day. And how could I look for No, I hear job? you. No, I, I really hear you. I used to work for the telephone company, and I was, like, uh, as a phone operator, it's oh. really, really funny. And I was shocked yeah. how micromanaged I was. So needless to say, I didn't stay there long. But, um, I mean, and I hear you when you say micromanage. I get it. Um, and I yeah. get it for you. Um, yeah. So I just get some deceptive uh, reasoning going on with you as well. So it's almost like every job you go to will have something that negates why you should take the job. So I'm almost... Absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) But you need a job. So I respect the whole micromanage thing, and so I'm not going to encourage you. I think you're going to be victorious at getting a job. I'm not confident you're going to keep the job. So I think that you need to choose a job, and I believe you need to choose to stay there mm-hmm. in spite of all the different idiosyncrasies that could come along 
that could make you disgruntled. I think you have to figure out that everything's not a bad thing. And you're having some trouble even prior to taking a job. Like you're having trouble now dissecting what some of the requirements could be. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're you're putting yourself behind the eight ball immediately before a job even gets offered to you. Now you're close to a 90-minute interview. That means the guy really did like you. You're probably going to get offered the job. But the word yeah. micromanage was a huge turnoff, so you're not going to take the job. So yeah. you're going to take a job. It is going to be your choice. I'm telling you, you're going to wind up taking a job that is probably going to be micromanaged. At least this guy said it. Something else is not going to say it, and it's going to be a situation where it's like, oh, my God, I didn't sign up for this. But I don't want to offer up that, you know, getting back on your feet financially is important. And it has nothing to do with how long you stay there. Sometimes just taking a job will lead to a better job. So try not to worry about taking a job. And could that mean that another employer could see all the things that I'm doing? Who cares? None of us are supposed to stay at any particular job for any length of time anyway. I know some people that have, like, worked, like, like for the city, and they jump around in the city. It's okay. You know? Well, you know, I, I thought about an option. I think it's kind of smart, but you don't be, be straightforward with me. When they, I know that they're going to offer me the job. A 90-minute interview is outrageous. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm almost thinking, you know what? I love the company. I'm so excited about coming on board. But I prefer part-time because then I'm working, it looks good on paper, and I have an avenue for going on as many interviews for a new job as my heart desires off work. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I would say that to whatever you, whatever feels right to you, do it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to save you mentally. I think that you're better with the way it's designed for you inside your head than the normal route of take this job and be micromanaged. I think if you you know this is going to feel better in terms of looking for a part-time job, please choose that route because it's going to save you. It's going to save you a lot of mental anger. Yeah, and I hate sales, but I, I even am at a point where I'd, if Verizon were to hire me in customer service, there's always referrals for other products, and it's a structured environment, and I know it's professional and beautiful campus. I'd almost feel more comfortable taking a job at Verizon than this other job, uh, which is something I've accustomed to for 18 years. And mm-hmm. I... Uh, if you made a very true statement as you always do, that just some employers won't won't use the word micromanage, and um, but he was I did not like being around his energy. He was smiling at me. He was nice, but oh my god, he was like a wound up toy. He was yeah. type A personality, and it exhausted oh, me around. Not good. Not good. And but listen, uh, I apologize. I really have to get us out of here. Are you understanding that the way you're making a decision to move forward is a good decision for you? I think I have to think about not just the present but the future. I really do. Yes. And I believe you. And and um I I hope I have a productive conversation with the woman who's going to call me tomorrow regarding Tricare. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and on Monday I'm going to call the recruiter that is that I caught her interest with my resume. And mm-hmm. um, I see a change in me. It's kind of like I'm worth it. 
you should hire That's me before right. somebody else does. And his attitude was like, he even was a little cocky and he said, I am, um, he said, somebody may be put down what they're expecting, but I'm more like 60 days, let me try you out. And, and, and inside I was thinking, yeah, well, that's a two-way street. I didn't say that, but I was thinking that. And at the end of the mm-hmm. conversation, he said, "He said, well, I'll be continuing the interview for another week, and so-and-so will keep you posted. And I actually made a, a friendly comment. I said, oh, I totally understand, of course. And I do have a couple of interviews next week myself. I said it very friendly. <laughs> Good girl. So Good girl. It, it's not just them. It's my time, too. Say that again. It's not just when it's not just the employer side that I interviewed with yesterday. It's my life Mm -hmm. too, and um, because I'm a good employee, I work hard, and Mm -hmm. I want longevity. I want to find a home, and you're right. There's always micromanage, but it's his energy. It it frightens Mm -hmm. me a little bit, Uh, so. I know me, and uh, I think I'd be better off at Verizon if they hired me. I've, been, I've tried twice already. They didn't hire me. Um, or this TRICARE. You have to pass a massive background check, which I should be able to. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, would I pass their background check if I if I go towards the, the TRICARE? The reason I asked that is I, yeah. I was married to. Yeah, I think you will. I, okay, because I was married to a jerk um, a long time ago, and he took total advantage. I was a lamb, and he was a, a vicious fox. And mm-hmm. I don't want any uh, – he, he was not a good person. So mm-hmm. on the air, that's all I'm going to say about that. But uh, Okay, I mean, but you're asking about a background check. And you're telling me about someone else, but a background check is about mm-hmm. you, which means you did something that could compromise your background check. Regardless Actually, of I just, how he impressed it, how you got impressed to do something. You know what I mean? A- like, actu- yeah. Actually, I did not do anything. What happened was 34 years ago, he was driving on black ice and driving recklessly. And mm-hmm. we crashed, and I had a broken back. And mm. the police demanded, and he took off. The police demanded to know where he was. And I said, I don't know. I'm flat on my back with a broken back. I don't know. He took off. And so they um, they actually arrested me and forced me to talk, but I didn't know where he was. So anyway, mm. that case was dismissed. Um that's what I'm concerned about because I did nothing wrong. I didn't know where the creep took off to. Mm-hmm. So that's what that, where it's that coming from. Right. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to show up. Like, you know, yeah. in terms of a background check, 34 years ago, they only go back seven years in the background check. Trust me, I did yeah. HR. So, yeah. I so, mean, as, so a conviction is that. always going to be there regardless. The conviction will always stand. But if it was just an arrest that went nowhere 34 years ago, you know, background checks just don't go back out. There's a loophole, and that's the, like, you wind up in that loophole, a gray area. Yeah. Okay. So I should still pass it then because, no, I'm a very honest, law-abiding citizen. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I was horribly taken advantage of every way possible. Every I hope you fix that. Of. I hope you fix that because you're not a victim. You know, you're a victim yeah. if you're, you know, 19 years old and somebody abducts, abducts you and you're forced to live in a house for 25 years. You're, that's when you're a victim. But at some point, we can be taken advantage of. We all have these experiences but we still have our own free will and we have to take our own responsibilities with our choices. And at some point you have to stop blaming other people. You have to say, it sucks to be me. I was in a bad relationship and I did this. I, own, yeah. I have to own what I did. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the, the violins and the pity party, it's not working anymore. You're too grown. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you, and I'm a different person today. I, I okay. know exactly what you're saying, is that I yes. should not have allowed this abuse to take place, period. Right, you and should have better choices. You should have chose yeah. better. And I was too... <laughs> It's really I was important to you. Some eyes. Eyes are healthy. I should have done this better. I should have chose a better man to be around. I should have walked away. It's it's really important. And when I'm talking to you, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to other people. Very important not to blame everybody else. You're not a victim. Yeah. I should have. I should have. I should have womaned up. I should have manned up. I should have done better. Yeah. And yeah, have I, I agree with that? you. Amazing. I love the fact that you can say, I've changed now. I have concerns that you're not owning your past history. But you'll, you'll get there as well one day, too. There, the two shall meet. <laughs> Thank you. And, and Tracy, I better get up out of here. No, no, no. I really, really have to go. I apologize. Oh. I'm already eight minutes behind. I'm going to worry. I just but wanted to know how quickly I'd be working. It doesn't matter. I have to go. And that I need you to respect that. All right. You have a nice day. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. To everyone else, thank you for tuning in. I really, really appreciate um, you allow me to do readings on you. I hope I was effective um, in my speech. I hope I was effective uh, with the readings. I hope when I do a reading on somebody else, somebody else out there listening, even though you didn't get the call, I hope something resonates with your soul. So thank you for tuning in. This is Psychic Tracy Brown. Feel free to call me for your own personal readings, 818 985 Two zero one zero. Thank you, guys. Bye.